Welcome to Breaking Down Lymphoma, where we break down lymphoma into simpler terms for uh, others to understand and bring awareness to this campaign. Today, my name is Bailey, by the way, and uh, this is a special premiere. We have two guests to interview is, that have been following our podcast and social media campaign that feel really strongly about this topic, and they said that they wanted to give me the opportunity to interview them today, and uh, this will be our final podcast. Be sure to tune into our others and educate yourself. Uh, again, I'm Bailey, and this is... My name is Garrett. And I'm TJ. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Um, Garrett, TJ, if y'all want, you can answer in any way if you want to collaborate on answers or whatever. It's up to you. Um, from listening to our podcast, do you feel more educated about lymphoma? Yeah. Yeah. I, do. I mean, I do feel a tad bit more educated. I mean, for me personally, it, it takes me a bit of studying and time. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like a normal classroom. Yeah. To really kind of get it put in my brain on each topic and knowing what each thing is and being able to speak on it 100%. Yeah. So, but I mean, right now, yes, I have a decent idea. Cool. Uh, so from watching our podcast, have you guys done any further research into like maybe getting some routine checkups? I've oh. thought about it. Yeah. I got. I was like, when you guys start talking about that, it's like all the symptoms and stuff. I was like, I start kind of feeling it in my <laughs> head. And I was like, maybe I should go get a checkup. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little. I got a little nervous, but uh, yeah, it it took it into consideration because that's some serious stuff. Hey, cool. Yeah. That's what our goal is for you guys to just even consider, like looking into that and following through. Of course. I mean, yeah, that's like, especially watching like the, uh, just the last one, but over the. That kid. The kid that was y'all's age? Yeah, yeah. it, it, it kind of, mm -hmm. like, actually kind of, like, how am I trying to say it? Put it in put, more yeah, perspective? Puts it in more perspective of, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's just the little things that can lead to big things. I mean. Yeah. You never know until, like, yeah. you actually go get checked up. Exactly. All right, cool. Um, how has following our campaign uh, changed your perception of, like, lymphoma and uh, needing to get normal checkups? Uh, it's kind of like a pathway. I okay. mean, you're walking through and different things lead to the other. I mean, that's really how it was for me, watching everything. I mean, I don't know about you. Yeah, no, definitely, because, like, it's a start somewhere into where you can lead it into, like, you go to checkups, and you just stay safe with it. You know? Oh, cool. <clears throat> In what ways... Uh, did you intend uh, to be more proactive about your health after following our campaign? Uh, hmm. That can include any personal stories by a chance that you've had happen like outside of like just lymphoma, but. I mean, obviously I have lasting heart problems. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say exactly to the major side, but definitely have come in the past and here you're like recent with palpitations and, uh, different things that's gone on with my heart um so i mean i guess after you once you have that first experience you know it's already it's stuck in your head i mean you can't really just not forget it you're always thinking about it um especially with me it always kind of i don't know makes me think with how it is down the road mm -hmm. like i wonder if it'll increase decrease stay stable or 
I mean, I, th- I guess that really puts in the factor on getting the checkups, going to like a physician or a professional that can really tell you, oh, like it'll be better or it'll be worse. I mean, we don't know until it's there, but it's always just good to know beforehand. Yeah. TJ, what do you think? I think. Do you want me to repeat the question for you? Yeah. Help you out? I got you. A little more. Uh, like, just in what ways do you intend on being just more proactive about your health after uh, following our campaign? I definitely intend to have more checkups with this stuff because yeah. having it lead to, like, more and more of a problem like that, like mm-hmm. how big it can, like, change your life. Because mm-hmm. even that kid, he could have easily dished thought it was some shoulder pain or something. Yeah. And he was just went on with his life and could have been much, much worse. Yeah. So definitely being more body aware, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Since watching our campaigns, have you guys, you said, TJ, you were feeling all over yourself. Have you guys tried to be more body aware? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I got to lay off caffeine a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's that's definitely a hard one, especially being a student and whatever you're taking. May that be high school or college, you yeah. know? I had a really bad problem. I would say, like, really late because I drank so much caffeine in the day and I couldn't sleep anymore. I'd say it's like, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Yeah. I could tell the story, I mean, if you would want, about, like, the other week, two weeks ago, the run-in I had with it. Yeah, if you want, Garrett, um, take it away. Yeah, I was – we don't exactly know what I had. Went to the doctor for just a basic strep checkup. Tested negative for strep. But doctor still said I had it. Um, prescribed me with a Z-Pack. Um, you know, everything's normal. Um, maybe like fourth day of taking the Z-Pack, third day. I um, decided to go get a drink of, like, just an energy drink, just a basic Red Bull. Not knowing that on um, Z-Packs, you cannot have caffeine. Oh, I did not know that. So Hey, here we are, educating our... Uh... Our people. Yeah, well, I, so I, I was looking it up after everything happened. And I, yeah, it was like when you're on Z-Packs, there's tons of things you don't want to have. One of them's high caffeine. I mean, I would imagine a Coke's good, like just a Coke maybe. But when you're drinking some like 200 milligram energy drink, mm-hmm. it really has an effect. Even off a of Z-Pack, it already has an effect. Well, I was on it, drank it. Hour or two goes by. I mean, I'm feeling decent. But... um. We were at a Mexican restaurant. I started to feel really bad, kind of like a tunnel vision feeling, like Uh-oh. nervousness, kind of a. So I stepped out, kind of, you know, felt something bad was going to happen. I told my friend Chase, we went back to my house. Well, everybody left. My parents left. I started getting a palpitation, not knowing or really not thinking much on it or much about it. Well, my heart was palpitating worse and worse, and I'm used to them at this point, but this one was different. It felt different, lacked me a breath. Um, the feeling you get when you stand up really fit quick from that a chair. That dizzy feeling. The dizzy feeling. Yeah. That you're really about blackout coming when all mm-hmm. the blood rushes to your head. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I felt, but I was sitting there. I, yeah. I didn't stand or nothing. I was just trying to sit in my seat, and that's what was happening. Uh, my heart was <clears> palpitating for about 10 to 15 minutes, so I already knew it wasn't normal because most last at least maybe maximum a minute. And uh, it hurt. It started straining just a bit. Like I said, I felt like I was about to black out. And then I couldn't breathe. I mean, it was lacking me of breathing. Um, I mean, it was like I, was, no, I wasn't gasping, but I was, you know, it was really, just hard. really just yeah. trying to pull in small breaths. And I was just sitting there. And fortunately, I had to call the ambulance 
just to get a checkup, they had to do a QT scan on my heart just to make mm-hmm. sure everything was fine. I mean, I was freaked out. I was scared that night I was going to have to go to the hospital. I would have been too. Um, but luckily, uh, I was never informed during that I wasn't allowed to have caffeine, but they did say I do need to stay away from things. But luckily, everything was fine once they got there. Uh, my heart levels were good, my blood pressure, oxygen levels. Everything went back to normal, but that yeah. is a reminder. That is good. Yeah, don't take caffeine so on a being Z-pack. aware of not only your body and how you feel, but also being aware of, like, what other medicines can do and, like, knowing that if you're sick, what to do. Don't so. mix. Don't, yeah. don't, mix. Don't, don't mix. Don't things mix things together. Don't mix. Okay, all right. So... For you guys, uh, though you guys are both 16, right? 17, 16? I think he's... He's 16. Yeah, Yeah, I'm 16. You're both 16. How are you guys planning on maybe getting involved with helping the Lymphoma Foundation? In what ways do you think you guys could? Advertising, like... Okay. Like, putting out there that this is a problem. Okay. Like, people deal with this. Need to be awareness brought to it. Okay. Garrett, what do you think? I mean, basically the same thing. Yeah? Would you guys advertise this, like, like on your social medias? Would you want to continue, like, podcasts, you think? Would, or would you just do, like, word of mouth? What do you think would be the best way to do that? Podcasts. Podcasts. Podcasts? You think uh, that's the best way? Podcasts it's really nice watching the podcast and seeing, okay. like, other people talk. Uh-huh. And it's, it puts more, like... A real perspective. Yeah, like there's some people yeah. that don't even know what lymphoma is, mm-hmm. and then it puts it out there. Yeah. Did you guys know what lymphoma was before? I had a thought, yeah. You did? Definitely just thought it. I didn't know it was a cancer. Okay. Or can possibly turn into a cancer. Yeah. I just thought it was a, kind of like a strep-related thing. Okay, so not as severe. Not as severe, yeah. Okay. I didn't think it could be a full-on disease, medical condition. Yeah. Stuff like that. But watching through our podcast, you guys have definitely learned that it is treatable. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure. All right, cool. Uh, are you going to talk about this to your friends by chance? Yeah, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. Elaborate. Tell me more about how you're going to bring this up to your friends. Snapchat. Snapchat? Snapchat. Word already know. Oh, like, yeah? Face to face. Okay. Like, watch out for the lymphoma. Watch out for the lymphoma. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Uh, would you uh, try, like, volunteering at hospitals maybe to help out lymphoma patients? Like, you guys uh, saw that 16-year-old kid that's the same age as you guys. Yeah. Would you be, like, would you guys ever reach out to a family to help them in any way? Possibly. If, like, yeah. if I get it, really deep into, like helping people and wanting to help people in the mm-hmm. medical facilities, especially with lymphoma, I would definitely do that, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm not, I don't know. You I don't know? It would take a lot of thought. I'm not the person to really, like, be there to help. Okay. I mean, again, if, I was, aware, if I was medically trained and stuff, Smart. yes, but I just want to be able to trust myself. It's a huge, huge responsibility. Yeah, you right. mess up one thing, it could be your life. I mean, You're right. Hey, that's a. Smart I've known I've known many people and many things that have happened to certain people. I know some teachers who've had bad come ups in the hospitals and gotten lawsuits and you know gotten tons of money back. So I mean, 
there's things that you really got to watch out for. Mm -hmm. And I mean, understandably, it's the right, or I would say it's the good thing to do, but. Yeah, you just got to be smart for. You got to be smart, got to put a lot of time and thought into it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Hey, that's awesome. Uh, In my opinion, wanting to bring awareness to the lymphoma foundation through just like you said social media through podcasts and such uh do you guys want to share anything else that you've learned uh through watching our social media like campaign and through watching our podcast by chance i think it's okay to worry about what could happen to you in some cases like it's um, good to open up right yeah you definitely i think checkups is is a good way to respond to being nervous about what's happening to you because mm-hmm. there's there's possible things that could like slightly slightly hurt and you don't think of it that much but sometimes maybe maybe you should yeah. maybe you should take it, more consideration. It's better to spend a thousand dollars on an X-ray than spend twenty thousand dollars on a chemo. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Wow, yeah I mean, I would right. I would much rather. I mean, and again, you gotta like when it comes down to it. When you have the money, you're gonna do. You're gonna try to spend as much as you can to keep whoever you love alive. Mm-hmm. So well, I kind of lost thought. My thought. Yeah, you're fine. Um, can't remember what I was talking about. I'm picking about. up what you're putting down. I yeah, understand. Yeah. Uh, I, that does spawn a question, though. Uh, you said nervous or scared yeah. by chance. How would you guys overcome that at your age? I would talk to people about it that know more about it so they can give me the information that I need. Okay. Would you talk to your friends by chance or maybe your family? If my friends have, like, put really, have, have learned more and more about me, I would talk to them about it or I would inform them about it. Okay. Be like, hey, this is happening and uh, I'm scared, you know? Yeah, being worried. I would say definitely parental talk. I, friends is understandable, but friends can't. Take you to the hospital. Take you to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Pay the bill. Yeah. I mean, it's you really just a, it's really just a you and your parents thing. It's like once uh-huh. once you start to really get those weird crooks, those weird pains, those sharp pains. Um, or the odd lumps. I believe that's lumps. what <laughs> Dr. Uh, Pocola yeah. said, that we'd have, like, lumps if we found them. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just something, someone who um, you trust, definitely. I mean, if it, if you know what it is, right, but you're still freaked out about it, then I could see friends coming into a factor. Mm-hmm. But like I said, when you're unaware, when you still don't know, when you're freaked out, I mean, I would say parents is the one way to go. Hey, that's a great thing that you guys have a strong support system. Through a lot of our interviews, we've learned that having a strong support system is what helps get them through. So I'm glad that you guys said definitely bringing it to friends, not only friends, parents too, because that is what helps. That's what gets us through. That's what keeps us going in life is our relationships with others. Um, But as far as that goes, I believe that is uh, wrapping up our final podcast for Breaking Down Lymphoma. My name is Bailey, and this is... Garrett. And TJ. Thank you guys so much, and be sure to join in on our social media campaign and take the pledge. And also, don't be afraid to look up on ways to help the Lymphoma Foundation in getting involved. Thanks.